the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. So why is all of this judgment coming upon them? Why is all of this doom coming upon them? Because when God spoke to them, they wouldn't listen to God. It's not because God's mean or a harsh God. God has warned them over and over. He's pleaded with them to repent and turn back to avoid judgment. And the the issue is they have not listened. They will not answer, no matter how many times God sends prophets to them. And so now this doom is going to come upon them. Make no mistake, Jesus is fighting for your love. He'll give you every opportunity that he can, but at some point a line must be drawn. He cannot infinitely ask you for your heart, so don't make the mistake of thinking that you can infinitely deny him it. Today, Pastor Dan teaches you that a day of judgment will come. At some point, you'll pass or Jesus will return, and at that point, you must already have him in your heart. There is a clock ticking. Don't let it continue to run without Jesus as your Savior. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 35, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Rechabites were dedicated. They were loyal. They took the commands of their forefathers seriously. They were careful to obey them. But the people of Judah and Israel were not loyal to their God in any way. They completely disregarded the commands of their God. The Rechabites, they're a great example for us uh, in several ways. First of all, If you look again at verse 7, at the end of verse 7, they describe themselves as sojourners in the land. God called them to be sojourners. We are called to be sojourners in this world. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 says, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. We are sojourners and pilgrims in this world just like the Rechabites. Now the word sojourner is not a word we really use anymore, but the word, it means a stranger or a foreigner. Peter says as sojourners in this world, as strangers, as foreigners, we as believers in Jesus Christ, as Christians, we are strangers in this world. We're foreigners. Don't you ever feel like a stranger in this world? You watch the news? Don't you feel like you're, you're on a different planet sometimes? We're strangers. We don't belong to this world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We have to live in this world. But we don't have to be of this world. We're strangers here. The the world 
This world is no longer our home. The Bible says our citizenship is in heaven. Heaven is now home. Heaven is our, our native country. You think about when you travel abroad to a foreign country and you visit a foreign country, you never completely fit into that country. You don't even try to fit into that country while you're there. If you're just there for a few days or a week or something like that, you don't even try. Right? You don't, you don't uh, you know, immerse yourself in language learning to become a uh, you know, fluent native speaker of the language. You don't learn the local culture any more than you have to just so you don't offend someone when you're trying to order a Coca-Cola or a cup of coffee. You don't learn about the local politics. You don't apply for citizenship. You don't interview for a job. You don't try to get a driver's license in that country. Why? Because you're a stranger there. You're just visiting. You're there for a short time. There's, there's no, you just do what you need to do to get by while you're there. Because it's not your home. And all those details, you don't really care about those details. You don't care who's elected to office. You don't care about local politics or anything like that. You're just visiting for a short time. We are strangers while we are here in this world. We're sojourners. We do what is necessary to live in this world, but we don't really fit into this world, and we're, and we're not trying to fit into this world. At least you shouldn't be trying to fit into this world if you're a believer. Peter says we're sojourners and we're pilgrims. That means we're on a pilgrimage. We're on our way to our home in heaven. We're just passing through here for a short time. In verse, look at verse 11. But it came to pass when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up into the land that we said, the, the Rechabites said, come, let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans, that's the Babylonians, and for fear of the army of the Syrians. So we dwell at Jerusalem. Again, as I said, the Babylonians invaded the land, and when they did, the Rechabites had to leave their nomadic lifestyle out in the desert of Judah, and they took refuge in the city of Jerusalem. Now, verse 12 begins to tell us the application of the example of the Rechabites. This is why God's bringing this up. Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem Will you not receive instruction to obey my words, says the Lord? The words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, which he commanded his sons not to drink wine, are performed. For to this day they drink none and obey their father's commandment. But although I have spoken to you rising early and speaking, you did not obey me. I have also sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Turn now every one from his evil way. Amend your doings. That's repentance. Repent. And do not go after other gods to serve them. Then you will dwell in the land which I have given you and your fathers. But you have not inclined your ear nor obeyed me. Surely the sons of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, have performed the commandment of their father, which he commanded them, but this people has not obeyed me. Huh. The Lord says, will you not receive instructions from me? Will you not obey my words? Can't you be like the Rechabites? 
Can't you be like them? They obey their father's commandments. Look look what he says again. He he says, although I have spoken to you, rising early and speaking to you, meaning, meaning as soon as they started to turn away from the Lord and started to rebel, he started sending prophets to speak to them, to call them to turn back, to repent, to urge them to obey. And he says, but you didn't obey me. God's saying here, hey, if, if the Rechabites can obey their earthly father so well, why can't you obey me? Why can't you obey me? You know, in Malachi chapter 1, verse 6, it says, A son honors his father and a servant his master. This is the Lord speaking. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts to the priests who despise my name. A son honors his father. Honors his father, a servant, his master. I'm the father, where's my honor? I'm a master, where's my reverence? And and here, in the same way, the Lord is saying to the people of Judah and to the people of Jerusalem, hey, if the Rechabites can obey their father, why can't you obey me? Again, verse 15, he says, I have also sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, turn now every one from his evil way, amend your doing, and do not go after other gods to serve them. Then you will dwell in the land which I have given you and your fathers, but you have not inclined your ear nor obeyed me. Uh, the, The Rechabites... They received the command from Jonadab one time, and they immediately obey. After just one time, they obey. And here with the children of Judah and the people of Jerusalem, here the Lord has you know, sent prophet after prophet. He's had to repeat His commands to them through the prophets, and they refused to obey. The Rechabites had immediate obedience. And the people of Jerusalem and Judah have this long history of disobedience. Even after prophet, after prophet, after prophet. And not only that, the the Rechabites, they they obeyed man-made rules. The people of Jerusalem and Judah, they disobeyed God-made rules. With much greater consequences for disobedience. The Rechabites, their, their commands... From Jonadab, they, those commands regarded you know, temporal, earthly things. The people of Judah disobeyed in regard to eternal things. Now, as a result of their obedience, the Lord says the Rechabites, they'll be rewarded. And because of their disobedience, the people of Judah will be judged. Verse 17, Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel. Behold, I will bring on Judah and on all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the doom that I have pronounced against them because I have spoken to them, but they have not heard, and I have called to them, but they have not answered. So why is all of this judgment coming upon them? Why is all of this doom coming upon them? Because when God spoke to them, they wouldn't listen to God. It's not because God's mean 
or a harsh God. God has warned them over and over. He's pleaded with them to repent and turn back, to avoid judgment. And the, the issue is they have not listened. They will not answer, no matter how many times God sends prophets to them. And so now this doom is going to come upon them for their disobedience. And again, there's this, he's making this contrast here between the people of Judah and Jerusalem and the Rechabites. The Rechabites listened to their father. Immediate obedience. Again, another great example for us. We should be quick to obey the Lord. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Quick to obey His Word. Quick to obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit. No, you should only have to tell us once. Like the Rechabites. The Rechabites listened to their father, the people of Judah and Jerusalem, just would not listen to their God. They were stiff-necked. They were hard-hearted. And you know, the other thing too about the Rechabites, the Rechabites were not part of the children of Israel. They're not from the 12 tribes of Israel. They're Gentiles. God's chosen people were put to shame by the faithful obedience and devotion of non-Israelites. Non-Israelites. God's saying to His people, why can't you be loyal to Me? Like these non-Israelites are loyal to their earthly father. Shame on you. He even has to say that to you. You're the children of God. And yet these non-Israelites are more obedient, quick to obey. What an indictment against God's people when these Gentiles, these non-Israelites, act more righteous than they do. (laughs) What an indictment on us as believers in Jesus Christ, when non-believers act more righteous than we do, when they act more Christ-like than we do. What an indictment on us. You know, the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, in the book of Romans, he he says in Romans chapter 2, that uncircumcised Gentiles who unknowingly keep God's law will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law but don't obey it. You know, people that don't know the Lord, non-believers, who act more Christ-like than believers, it's condemning to us. Right? And that's what Paul's saying about the Jews when these uncircumcised Gentiles who kind of unknowingly keep the law, God's law, they just have this, this, uh, this law written on their heart that they obey, it's condemning The Jews who are circumcised, they have a relationship with God, they possess God's law, and yet 
they don't obey it. The obedient Rechabites condemned the disobedient Israelites by their obedience. It was to their shame, to Israel's shame, that the Rechabites were so obedient. In verse 18, And Jeremiah said to the house of the Rechabites, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have obeyed the commandment of Jonadab, your father, and kept all his precepts and done according to all that he commanded you. Look at this promise. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall not lack a man to stand before me forever. Again, it reminds me of what Paul talks about in the book of Romans with the Gentiles and how God has saved the Gentiles, he says in part, to provoke the Jews to jealousy, to provoke God's chosen people to jealousy. He called people that were not a nation and were not a people to become his people, speaking of the Gentiles, people who walked in darkness, right? He's called us into his light, in part to provoke the Jews to jealousy. Because now we have this relationship with God. We have this, uh, this love for God and we have the blessing of God upon us and it provokes them. Why, why would God save these Gentiles who don't know the Lord, who don't have the covenant, who don't have the law? We have the covenant. We have the law. We have the feasts and the celebrations and the sacrifices and the temple. Well, these people don't. Why would, why would God save them? Why would God show grace and mercy to them? And I think in a, in a similar way, he's, he's pointing out the Rechabites in a hope to bring the people of Judah and Jerusalem to jealousy over the way that God blesses them for their obedience. Again, he says to the Rechabites in verse 19, he says, Jonadab shall not lack a man to stand before me, God speaking, Forever. And this, this phrase to stand before me, if you're taking notes, it's actually it's a technical term in the Hebrew, and it implies a special place of privilege or a special place of honor. In the Bible, it is used of prophets standing before God, it's used of priests, and it's used of kings and the Rechabites. That's pretty good company. For the Rechabites, these people who are just living out in the wilderness, dwelling in tents, these non, non-Israelites, now they have this honored position, this honored privilege to stand before God forever. Now, according to the rabbinical writings, uh, the Rechabites served in the temple in Jerusalem alongside the Levites. And they were designated certain tasks at the temple, in particular bringing wood for the sacrifices at the altar. And they were assigned certain days of the year when the Rechabites would serve in the temple in that capacity, just like the Levites would. It's also in the, in the writings uh, that some of them became scribes. And then, I found this one most interesting of all, but I really couldn't find much information about it. In the 1820s, a Christian missionary found a group of descendants of the Rechabites, numbering 60,000, living in Arabia. And they identified themselves as descendants of the Rechabites. 
That's just in the 1800s. It's not that long ago. What a legacy for Jonadab. And think about this. This all began because Jonadab looked at the world he lived in and how corrupt it is and how immoral it is. And Jonadab made some hard decisions for his family and said, you know what? We're going to make some changes. This is what we're going to do for now on. We're not going to live in houses. We're going to live in a tent out in the desert. And we're not going to have a farm. We're not going to have a garden. We're not going to have a vineyard. We're going to be shepherds. And we're not going to drink wine. We're going to drink alcohol. Nobody. Not my sons, not my daughters. Forever. And he made these these choices and he made these decisions for his family to protect their holiness. And his family was faithful to those rules. And the promise God made to him is he shall not lack a man to stand before God forever. He will always have someone from his family in a place of honor and special privilege before the Lord God. There are some Bible teachers, Bible scholars, who believe that during the millennial kingdom, the Rechabites will come back into the light kind of thing. People will know who the Rechabites are. And they'll serve during the millennial kingdom at the millennial temple in Jerusalem. That's a possibility, I suppose. But here's this promise to Jonadab, a guy who's just trying to, just trying to keep his family preserved and holy. And he makes some hard decisions and hard choices and puts in some boundaries in his family to protect their holiness. And the promise now is he will always have someone from his family in a place of honor serving the Lord. Now in the New Testament, the Apostle John writes, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And I, I think for those of us that are parents, you know, of course you, you want your, your children to be happy. You want your children to be successful in whatever career path they take. If you're like me, you want them to make millions of dollars so they can buy you a lake house uh, when you're old. But most of all, above everything else, you want your children to walk with Jesus. You want your children to know the Lord. And walk with him. And serve him. And for Jonadab here. Or someone like Jonadab. Who made hard decisions for his family. And made these choices. And set these boundaries. And and put these rules in place. And just dealt with the difficulty that it brought into his family. And the hardship. And maybe the pushback from the kids. Then to get to heaven. And to see how it impacted your family, for generations. To get to heaven for Jonadab and to learn that because of those choices now, for generations, there will always be someone in his family that has a place of honor before the Lord. And to see how it it changed his family tree for eternity. that's, That's the legacy. That's the fruit of choosing holiness. I think for someone like Jonadab, what a joy. What more do you want? Right? He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. 
book of Jeremiah entails many prophecies given to the people of Israel, but they weren't just commands of judgment and consequence. Within these pages, Jeremiah gives insight into the coming promises that Jesus would offer by coming and fulfilling a new covenant of redemption for all people. What's interesting is that Jeremiah poured his heart and soul out as he wrote this book. It wasn't just a dry dissertation of what people should do or what should come about. Jeremiah was a living and breathing person during the time of siege and exile, and he felt deeply for the people and nation he was a part of. His empathy for his kinsmen should resonate with you as you're part of a larger group of people in a nation and ultimately part of God's family. Is there a stirring within you to see those who are lost come to have a saving knowledge of Christ? If so, you might be able to relate to Jeremiah more than you thought. If you're enjoying this series through the book of Jeremiah and would like to hear more teachings, we encourage you to visit our website at calvaryec.com. In addition to listening to these teachings, you can access more information about the church behind this ministry. Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. As a church, our heart is geared towards spreading the gospel message to all we come in contact with. And we welcome anyone to worship with us at our location in Columbia, Maryland. For service times and location, check out calvaryec.com. Thanks for joining us today. Next time, we'll continue looking at the book of Jeremiah here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know His voice and it only takes Rings true.